Hey Mary Jane, does this, should I be tough? This, does this make me look a little chubby here? I... Okay, so what's the topic for tonight? Ambition? Okay, let's talk ambition. I remember this guy. He was at the Holiday Inn. I was, my first job, I was there for about four, four or five years. And this guy was the hotel setup guy. He would roll tables in, stack chairs, set up the banquets. We had different banquet rooms, set up rooms. And he was pretty much your go-to guy. And this guy would walk around smoking his camel cigarettes. And I was probably 16, 17 with my first job. He had to be at least 10 years older. And on one hand, I respected him because he was so weird and he just did his own thing. Talk about an individualist. But on the other hand, I was totally repulsed by this guy. And I'm like, he had no ambition. What makes someone ambitious? And what makes someone say, you know what? What I have, it's good enough. I don't need anything more. He cared about maybe four or five things. Number one, his, his New York Yankees. He loved the Yankees. Had Yankees memorabilia all over his little studio apartment. He also loved those Camel cigarettes, would smoke them religiously. He loved the Grateful Dead. He would tour around with the Grateful Dead, loved the Grateful Dead. Any song I sung that was like a hit from the Grateful Dead, he would tease me, saying that's not real Grateful Dead. This guy went deep with the dead. Um, he loved women, and I did not know what appealed to women about him. He said it was all about confidence. And he also loved uh, beer, loved beer. But did he want a family? No. Did he want a bigger place, a house, in the suburbs, in the city? No, just a tiny little one bedroom apartment in like walking distance from where he worked. As the setup guy, he didn't have a car. His expenses were really, really low. He said, I don't need that much money. I just need enough. I'm like, well, that's interesting. But it got me to think, and I remember this one night, I was over his house, or this his apartment, and it was, I was probably older at the time, cracked open a beer, put on the dead, or whatever he put on, it was probably the dead. Um, and I'm looking through pictures, he was like throwing me pictures, like look at this, look at this girl, look at this girl, look at this girl, and I'm look, looking at this, I'm like, what, I don't wanna look at this, number one. Then I'm looking at these girls, I'm like, how does he get these girls? And then, you know, I saw one picture. I'm like, what the heck is this? I'm like, oh, that's my penis. I'm like, oh my God. All right, get out of here. Right. And he says, Walter, you get it all wrong. It's all about the law of percentages. I'm like, what? Because I was asking him, how, did he, how does he, you know, get with so many girls? And as a young kid, this was pretty impressive. I had no experience whatsoever with women. Uh, and here was this dude who seemed to be so much inferior to what I think I could offer a woman. And he says, listen, it's about the law of percentages. I'm as ugly as a jackal. The guy was ugly, but kind of like ugly, good looking in a way, like Mick Jagger is. Uh, he says, if I asked 100 women out, 100 women out, and 99 of them slap me in the face, but one doesn't. One says, okay, I'm not lonely Saturday night, unlike you. And, I, you know, I was chasing that one dream girl who I thought at the time was, like, the one for me. Um, and I, it just gets me to think about ambition. What is it that makes us want to do more? So it's the same place, uh, the Holiday Inn. And, again, I, I'm probably now a freshman in college. And I'm doing a lot of work. And I'm not, I don't think I'm getting recognized. 
Yeah, it was called a, a first concern program. And it was to, for customer satisfaction. You know, you get these little cards in restaurants. How was your server? Tell us about your experience. But I would take a handful of these cards and I would fill out my own cards, but I wouldn't fill them out. I'd have family, friends, coworkers, college friends of mine uh, fill these cards out and I would send them when I was in different places, just send them uh, to the Holiday Inn. And lo and behold, these cards would go up on the uh, employee bulletin board and three would go up, maybe four were up there at, at a time. And the boss, uh, what was his name? Um, was it Bob? It wasn't Bob. Uh, Bud, it was Bud. Uh, Bud, aqua velvet hair, you know, the guy was like pristine. This guy was a stereotypical food and beverage manager. Uh, and he would like applaud me, Walter, this is so good, this is so good. Uh, you're, 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 you're giving your best. And, you know, I would get raises and be recognized at meetings. And was that deceitful? Of course it was. But was I finally getting the recognition that I always wanted? Kind of was. It reminds me of, uh, of Ben Franklin, of all people. Ben Franklin, young kid in Philadelphia, all by himself, probably younger than I was at the time, and he needed to work. He needed work. So what he did, very ingeniously, he would roll cartons of paper up and down Market Street in Philadelphia to look industrious. This was complete empty rolls of paper but he wanted to look industrious because you give someone who's busy work. So people gave him work and he became Ben Franklin. It reminds me too of another story uh, of Walt Whitman, the great writer of uh, you know free verse poetry. He wrote his radical song on myself um, and Leaves of Grass and he needed reviewers to review his work. You know, you're only going to get noticed if someone picks you up in the New Yorker or the Atlantic or the local newspapers. So he would write his own reviews under a different name, but he would rave about the poems, get these reviews published in area newspapers, and lo and behold, it works as well. And we debate this oftentimes in class about the ethics of this. Is this ethical? Um, but if it doesn't hurt anybody, you know, who can, who can argue about the tactics of Whitman and Franklin when, of course, it led to, you know, helped lead to their success? Yes, I think, uh, Jerry, you taught me a lot. You taught me some bad stuff, but you also taught me some good stuff. And I'm going to drink this, drink this beer in your honor. And I'm going to queue up a little Spotify, uh, Grateful Dead on Spotify. Hope all is well, and take care. Thanks for listening. So, do you think you can just crop this so you can, like, cut this out a little bit? That, that'd be great.